Hopkins. I'm not dead. What? Nothing. Here's your ninepence. I'm not dead. Here. He says he's not dead. Yes, he is. I'm not. He isn't? Well, he will be soon. He's very ill. I'm getting better. No, you're not. You'll be stone dead in a moment. Oh, I can't take him like that. It's against regulations. I don't want to go on the car. Oh, don't be such a baby. I can't take him. I feel fine. Well, do us a favour. I can't. Well, can you hang around a couple of minutes? He won't be long. No, I've got to go to Robinson's. They've lost nine today. Well, when's your next run? Thursday. You think I'll go for a walk? You're not fooling anyone, you know. gives the Jedi his power. It's an energy field created by all living things. It surrounds us, penetrates us, and binds the galaxy together. The Force. The Force. The Force. The Force. May the Force be with you. Hello and welcome to The Force, of course, your bite-sized Star Wars podcast. I'm your host, Ted, and with me as always are my co-hosts, Andrew Hi. and Lauren. Hello there. Hey, guys. This is episode 92. Um, we are still on the road to Ahsoka, so we will be uh, recapping some episodes of The Clone Wars, specifically season 7. But before we do that, we have some housekeeping to do. So um, we should probably go ahead, Andrew, and announce that we are basically um, super smart. Yeah. And and the most knowledgeable when it comes to Star Wars. Yeah? Yep. You would agree with that? Uh, Lauren? Me too. I don't know. In my bed. So we went on May the 4th to um, a place called The Element. It's kind of a bar... Sort of. Like if they took a mall cafeteria and took it out of the mall and put it in the middle of a campus. <laughs> okay. We'll go with that. <laughs> yeah. It's like a food court with booze. Yeah. So they had uh, Star Wars trivia on May the 4th. Andrew and I definitely went. Um, we had friend of the show, Judd. We had friend of the show and guest, Brian. We did not have Lauren. I died. Because Lauren died. I died. A little. She only died a little. I got sick the night before and i think i was most upset not about missing work but missing out on going to a star wars trivia that lasted two hours of the day <laughs> she didn't study and she didn't want to take the test <laughs> you're right that's why my throat and my nose decided to just kill me oh god okay uh so there were 20 i don't know 20 something teams three rounds of questions the first round, I um, we got one wrong. That wasn't our fault, though. but it wasn't our fault. I think the question itself was incorrect. Like there, I think the the judge's answer was incorrect. But I'm not going to go into that because whatever, it wouldn't have gone one way or the other. We had um, damn near perfect scores round two and three. Correct. We missed one in round two. That yeah, I remembered. And then we got the the extra credit, and then round three, perfect score, extra credit. Um. So we we tied for second, and then during the tiebreaker, you and I went up to the judges' table to answer the question, and um, the question was, how many years passed between, was it Phantom Menace? Yeah. How many years passed between Phantom Menace and A New Hope? Oh, wow. And we figured it out to the exact number. Shut up. Andrew Seriously? Yep. <laughs> Holy fuck. The answer is 32 years, and I knew that Anakin... Aged 10 years between um, Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. And then we figured somewhere three or four years between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. And then we figured that Luke was probably about 18 in A New Hope. So we just did some sloppy Kentucky math and and came up with 32. And the other team came up with 26. And guess what? It was 32. 26? Well... They couldn't help it. Did they think Luke was five? What, <laughs> what happened? Uh, so that was the tiebreaker. We walked away with second place, $25 gift card. Um, it was pretty cool. First place was a table of about a dozen people, so we were kind of outnumbered. Oh, so they didn't have a limit. 
No, they did not have a limit. The um, one that we usually go to in Mad Tree, if you have a table of more than six I or think eight, you can have six. is it six? Yeah. Then like you can still play, but you can't win. But you can't win. And that's Your fine. team won't count. The first prize was uh, a copy of Jedi Survivor, and Andrew already had it. I don't have a PS5, so it really wasn't going to do us good either way. I will say that Judd and Brian both helped with answers. It wasn't like good. they were just there for, you know, eye candy. Which they're both known for being. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, he did. Brian did say you had to like contest a question. You went up and you kind of. Well, there was one they didn't give us credit. Um, one of the extra credit questions was uh, you just got extra credit if someone on the team was wearing a Star Wars shirt. And Andrew oh. went up and we didn't get the point. So I walked up there. And when I walked up there, she goes, we didn't give you your extra credit. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I. Uh, that's like why a, i'm here <laughs> like a scolded puppy she's like Fuh. um but it was a good time it was a lot of fun and we gave away candy bags with some uh stickers and shit and a little promo for the show i'm kind of pissed off at fedex kinko's because i ordered these cool postcards with the store logo on the front and on the back it would have had a qr code that you it could scan didn't. and take you right to the show yeah right and it would have been when I ordered it, it was going to be on time. I would pick it up on the way home, and then we would go right to trivia. And I got an email that morning that said it would be ready on May the 5th. Oh, that's not the same. <laughs> so I used the my works printer and printed out a bunch of logos and cut them with scissors. Well, we can it was so bootleg, but whatever. These scissors? Those not those scissors. Oh, no. well, I've been looking for those. Um, <laughs> we, we can pass those out at... Uh, oh, I canceled Expo. the order. Oh. What the fuck? I'll set up another order. It's a good idea. Christ. <clears throat> but I also want to do t-shirts for the uh, comic Same. expo. Okay. Anyway, first prize was Jedi Survivor. We didn't need it because Andrew's got it already. I've got it. Do you have an update? I've beaten it. Wow. Oh, you beat it? Yeah. Okay. Was it within the first five minutes of going back upstairs no, after it was recording? a couple days later. Okay. okay, cool. And what are your thoughts? I really like it. I just wish there was more. Oh, oh, it felt short to you? I don't know if it would feel short to like a normal person. Uh, uh-oh. I think I just, that's all I did once I got it. Oh, like, yeah. do you want more story or do you think they left it off where like they could make a third I think the story game? was like it ended where it should have. I just, I don't think it's a bad thing that I want more, but I just, I don't know. Yeah, sometimes that's good that they leave you wanting more. That's a good thing. Uh, replayability? Uh, there is like a new game plus. Oh, okay. So you can okay. Never done that. Go through with wicked powers or whatever. Yeah. Okay. The uh, is there like a skill tree? Yep. Okay. For various lightsaber abilities okay. and force abilities. So you recommend it? I do. Okay. Very cool. Any spoilers you want to give us yet? Uh. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's fair enough. the Oh, wait, what's about what we just saw? Oh, I mean, you or can no. spoil that if you want. It's not a big spoiler. <laughs> I don't know what you're referring to. Uh, the video we just watched. <laughs> I'm so confused. That's not that's not a spoiler. Never mind. Okay, so no spoilers. That's fine. People are still... Uh, uh, hell, lots of people still haven't even played it. So yeah, I'll wait a couple weeks. Okay, you heard it here first, people. Two weeks, and then spoilers be damned. You're gonna get it. You're gonna get it. So a uh, little bit of news. I won't jump into the news of the week because it's just this one piece. But the Writers Guild of America is currently on strike, and I think that could delay some things for us as far as media that's uh, coming down the pipeline. I think Ahsoka is safe. I think I was that was say, far that enough should along. be fucking finished. <laughs> yeah, I think if anything, they're working on maybe the score or maybe you know some some post effects. Um, I think Andor season two might get delayed a touch. They were already filming some stuff, so most of the writing should have been done. Any last minute stuff is probably in danger. Um, everything else, I wouldn't bet on anything hitting a release date that they had in mind the good news is they didn't really release any release dates so we may not know a difference i think when they go on strike they'll write the lando series oh mother bitches i heard a rumor that that's still in production and i hope that's true but 
I don't know. It's been so quiet for so long, I'm kind of losing hope. Donald Glover doesn't seem to know it's in production, so... Well, I, when I say in production, I mean still in the planning stage. Oh, okay. So it, it would be a while before it, that, and he's probably signed, if anything's happening, he's signed so many non-disclosure agreements that he's not allowed to say anything. The uh, Directors Guild and the Actors Guild are both coming up for renegotiations, so if they strike too, it could get real ugly. There's but, a lot of people down there protesting. Jason Sudeikis was down there. Yeah. Um, Pete Davidson was down there. A whole bunch of people from Ted Lasso. A lot of Amazon stuff. Uh, Andy or Apple. from the office. Andy from Andy the Bernard. office. Yeah, he was down there. <laughs> there's, I mean, there's a whole bunch of, like, half the crew from Abbott Elementary was down there. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's a lot of people that are supporting them. So good, good for those actors for speaking up. Yeah. But. Well, a lot of those actors are also writers. Yeah. So that could be why. I started watching Letterkenny. Why? Because I heard it was good. I've heard it's got like a cult following. It's kind of like the office thing yeah. where you have to give it a chance and it's like only funny to people who can stand it. But like I I can't do it. So you've tried it? I tried like the first couple episodes and I'm sure, I mean, people do the same thing with the office where they're like, just skip right. the first season. Like I'm. I'm sure it's a thing like that, but I can't do that, and I can't do Trailer Park Boys. People love that, and I can't. Trailer Park Boys, I love. Oh, my God, I love that. Have you watched either of those, Andrew? No. Letter Kenny, I'm four episodes in, and I can't bring myself to care about a single character, and I don't know if that's a me thing or if that's a show thing. So if anyone out there listening is a fan of Letter Kenny... I need guidance. I don't know what to do. I'm going to try to keep powering through. I think I got to the fart book episode. And if you watch, you know what I'm talking about. I know. Uh, I got to that one. And I just, I can't bring myself to care about any. Usually by now, I've picked out at least one character that I'm like, okay, this is who I'm going to glom onto. And this is who I'll care about. Like, I can't, I haven't, I haven't. I'm not there yet. So if you're a fan of the show, let me know what I'm missing. Or let me know, hey, it'll get good at such and such episode because you're right first season of a lot of things first season of parks and rec is rough it's hard to watch yeah first season of the office uh you could skip it i like it you could i like it more than most people do i think you can appreciate it more when you've like finished the entire series and then you go back and watch the first season it's more like nostalgic than anything else but if you're a first time viewer and you watch season one oh (laughs) i don't even know why i brought that up but there it is Okay, uh, Andrew, you wanted to go somewhere, I hear? Uh, to Tashi Station to pick up some power converters. But I was going into Tashi Station to pick up some power converters. Uh, here at Tashi Station. I still don't know what I'm doing with this bit. I know. How to <laughs> open it up. So it's not a, don't think of it as a bit. Just it's, I'll, I'll play an intro uh, of some kind. It'll be as terrible as you can imagine it will be. And then just go into it, like the subject of... This, Today's this episode is about <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever, like whatever that is. Nick Jr. Uh, today's subject is the mouse droid, there it aka is. the MSE Six oh. Series Repair Droid. What? Oh, Repair Droid! Initially appearing in A New Hope, they also showed up in uh, the rest of the original trilogy as well as Revenge of the Sith. They were developed by the Chadra Fan. Hmm. which were short rodent-like humanoids with bat-like faces. Yeah. Uh, they were about a meter tall. There's one in A New Hope in the cantina scene. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, by a company called Rebaxin Columni, oh. uh, who produced so many of these droids, it caused them to go bankrupt, forcing them to sell their collection to the Empire. Huh. Interesting. We're talking billions. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. That's why they're all over the place. So, okay. I was going to ask a question, like, but I'm sure you're going to answer I like it. the idea of someone asking the director, like, how many do we make? It, yeah. That's literally yeah, what all. happened. They didn't, <laughs> they didn't care about market research at all. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, mouse droids were about 25 centimeters tall uh, and could be programmed for various different functions such as delivery maintenance cleaning and security like they're hold on they're space roombas 
Kind of. I'm sure that's one function that could serve. Because, like, at 25 centimeters, what are they reaching to clean? Uh, you just stick a, you know, like, duct tape a broom what to the front reaching, or something. reaching to fix? Duct tape. I don't know. <laughs> Put some feather dusters on the sides and turn that sucker loose. It might surprise you. Like a long, you. narrow hallway they can't scoot down, and they're like, go, go, go. Go, you do that one. Go. Uh, they were programmed for many different functions. Uh, however, each droid could only possess one skill, meaning multiple droids would be required for more complex tasks. <laughs> this is why you sometimes see small trains of them traveling together. Okay. Like each droid has a different purpose. A different part of the job. Yeah. yeah. I kind of think that's adorable. Oh it's like God. the buddy system. Yeah. <laughs> Can you go clean the floors? I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I sweep. I don't mop. Oh, <laughs> uh, they were also rigged to melt down if captured. Uh, this is why they tend to scurry away from enemies. Okay. Why are these stupid droids so complex? <laughs> <laughs> They're not. Uh, and that's 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 Tashi Station. Okay, oh, that's the God. mouse droid. Uh, I didn't know that. I did not know. I just figured they were like messenger droids or something. I didn't know they had other functions. Well, very singular functions. Very interesting. Okay, let's um, go to break. And when we come back, we will recap Season 7, Episode 8 through 12 of The Clone Wars. Nine. Nope. Shut eight, up. Eight, eight through twelve. Eight through twelve. I told myself to shut up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was aggressive. Right. Uh, episode eight through twelve of the Clone Wars on our road to Ahsoka. Stick around. Long ago, in a galaxy far, far away, the Star Wars saga began, and Kenner continues the excitement. Tonton Hothwampa and action figures each sold separately. Han Solo, help! It's got Luke. Watch it, Tonton. Gotcha. Tauntaun comes with an open belly rescue feature. You'll be okay, Luke, as soon as I chase away that thing. Tauntaun, Huff, Wampa, and other action figures each sold separately from Kenner's Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back collection. Okay, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the break. I know I did. I watched Vision Season 2. Did you guys? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I had a vision that I will watch Vision Season 2 in the future. You nice. Guys, you guys suck. I'm with Andrew. You guys suck. I will say um, that I enjoy season two better than I enjoyed season one. Um, that's the end of that sentence. Did you get cheese, Gromit? <laughs> I did not get cheese, Gromit. Okay. Season seven of the Clone Wars. Uh, we skipped season six, Lauren, because... Uh, no Ahsoka. No Ahsoka. Yeah, no need to. Um can I say one thing before we start? Absolutely not. Yeah, I will, though. I will. You'll sit right there and you'll take it. Oh, um, God. These this are the last question. five episodes of the season, which I didn't realize. I don't know why I thought there were way more and I was in the middle of the season. Oh. Um, I've never had homework make me sob before. I have. So. <laughs> Latin. <laughs> Latin. But yeah, I've never had um, homework that didn't affect a grade make me cry as hard as i cried so listen nobody fuck. liked the martez sisters nope that's not what but okay. you yeah, did sure. not have to cry about it. <laughs> that first episode turned on i was like this is so bad oh god okay so even though episode 9 through 12 is actually the arc that i needed you to see you kind of had to watch eight because some things happen towards the end that lead you into yeah. nine. Let so, me tell you, the first five minutes of the episode, didn't know what the hell was going on. They were Okay, so I'll just go into the recap. And the recap for episode eight is pretty brief. Uh, Ahsoka and the Martez sisters are prisoners of the Pikes. Ahsoka learns that they've been working with Maul and is contacted by Bo-Katan and her crew. Uh, my phone auto-corrected Bo to no. And it says, no, needs her help dealing with Maul, who they find out is on Mandalore. So that leads into episode nine. Yeah. Ahsoka's older. Definitely a jump yeah. from when I saw her last at season five. Bit of a, yeah, a bit of a jump. She seems to be, I wouldn't say in hiding, really. No, she's just doing her own thing. Yeah. It's she's not like she's chilling. wanted or anything, but no. she's just kind of out there doing her shit. She's, um, you can already tell she's more mature. Yeah. Like she, with her tactics and her planning 
Um, also, not what I thought Pikes looked like. I don't know what I thought Pikes looked like. Did but you that not watch it. Book of Boba Fett? I don't know if I paid attention to that part for some reason okay. because the first guy that was talking to him the like headmaster or whatever the yeah. hell i was like what the fuck is that oh well he was a little different looking and then jisoka was like they're at the pikes and i'm like they're at huh <laughs> so i like the pikes i think they're cool and i don't appreciate you talking bad about them so i they're... was i just saying that's not what i expected them to look I like i guess appreciate i just you're not watching fell asleep book of Boba Fett well the right i might have fallen asleep during book of Boba Fett. who knows well then you miss baby yoda so there episode nine Old friends not forgotten. Um, I'll go through my notes. I've got uh, 741 sentences here. And then uh, I'll pitch it to you guys for your reactions and we'll discuss. The old Lucasfilm logo um, starts the episode off. I thought that was really fucking cool. Didn't get it. Sure, now I know. They play this off like a movie. This Mm -hmm. is like if you watch these four episodes, it plays out like a movie. And I think that's what they're going for. Um, It also indicates to the viewer that something special is about to happen, I think. This one is actually called part one in the recap they're going through different cutscenes like they do in every episode of the clone wars and i thought it was really cool that they showed depa Bilaba and um kanan or caleb doom yeah where was i he, he was in a re- they were in a really quick cutscene that showed you know they were i don't know if they were with the jedi council or what but then if you watch bad batch then you know that they were dispatched to a mission mm. and that's where we meet the bad batch I think it's also before we like get into it. I think it's interesting that the for the last four episodes, yeah, you don't get any theme music. It's all silence. Yeah, yeah, and it's creepy as the balls. Clone Wars isn't like that golden. The Clone Wars, it's red. Yep, yep. Very cool. Very cool. Okay, uh, there's a transmission from Ahsoka using the name Fulcrum. That'll come into play in a different series that we will talk about weeks from now. Uh, she still calls Anakin master. I thought that was interesting. She says that they located Maul and are asking for help in capturing him. She's kind of cold towards Anakin. Mm-hmm. My phone autocorrected Bo again. This is going to get confusing for me. Bo needs Republic forces to help bounce Maul out of Mandalore. Anakin has a, a surprise for Ahsoka. Loyalty means everything to the clones and he unveils her battalion complete with new paint app. I thought that was really cool. Anakin has a surprise, but immediately alarms go off and Kenobi shows up to say they're on the move to Coruscant. Grievous is attacked and they're headed to defend the heart of the Republic. So basically the beginning of Revenge of the Sith. Her and Kenobi get into it a little bit. Anakin divides the 501st, promotes Rex to commander, and Ahsoka will have her army. The surprise is her old lightsabers. Uh, Her last words to him in this moment are, good luck. Not very fitting last words, but I guess she didn't think they were the last words. At least he didn't call her snips. Oh, God. Ahsoka's jumped from the ship without a jetpack, wreaking havoc as she goes from ship to ship. Always fun to watch. Um, we see Gar Saxon. He's leading the Mandalorians, or the Maldalorians, I guess it should say. Fucking phone. No Katan goes to the throne room to take over, while Ahsoka goes to the lower levels to find Maul and is quickly surrounded. You know, I went to great lengths to make sure that my phone didn't correct mall to mail like it wanted to every time, but oh, yeah. the no and the bow, I must have missed a few. Um, this sound, the I was hoping for Kenobi, is huge on TikTok. Oh, really? Huge. Why are you here? Why are you? I was hoping <laughs> for Kenobi. So I heard that and I was like, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> I've heard this I don't so know many that times. I've heard that. Interesting. Okay, so. Um, Lauren, did this pull you in? Not not being a huge Clone Wars watcher, did um, this pull you in? Oh yeah. Okay. I, this was these. I don't really have a lot of complaints for the next four episodes, and it kind of got me excited. Like maybe I should go back and watch because these are <laughs> they're damn good. Yeah. Like they are damn good. Um, I think the only reason I would want to go back and watch is whatever seasons we find out Maul has returned and that his kind of arc because that was kind of like a I knew he returned but that was kind yeah. of a throw in for me where I was like we're dealing with him now ah. so, so start with season 4 4, four yeah. and 5 okay yeah. um, this episode was good the others are better but it's just the beginning so it's fine um, I have comments about it but we'll wait until the end because the end is what matters so okay 
Andrew, your thoughts on this episode? I thought it was interesting that Maul has no idea who Ahsoka is. Right. Right. But he had never seen her before. I, yeah. I, when stuff like that happens, I'm always like, is that true? I want to go back and watch. Like, has he really never seen her? But he hadn't. Like, he, he was focused in on Kenobi. Had he faced off against Anakin at all? No. Nope. Okay. So there's truth to what she says to him later in a different episode then, probably. Do you know what I'm talking about? Time travel a little bit. She says uh, they're they're in a lightsaber duel, and she oh, says something to the effect of, "Yeah, that's a good thing Anakin didn't show up. You wouldn't have lasted very long." Yeah, I thought, Ooh, "Ouch, that hurts." Okay, um, not my favorite of the four, but still good. I I love that it tied in so closely to Revenge of the Sith. Like mm-hmm. it gave me anxiety watching these four episodes, I, which is absolutely moronic on my part but i didn't tie that in until later because when they're talking about well, grievous has attacked the the counselor or the republic or whatever like i wasn't understanding that that was the beginning of revenge of the sith yeah i thought that was just a completely different attack i could see that and then later in the episode when she hails kenobi and he's got the hood on and he's talking about time traveling but like anakin's looking at the chancellor and he's like spying on him and stuff i was like oh fuck that was the battle like that was he killed dooku so yeah ooh, creepy okay uh episode 10 the phantom apprentice love the name there's a ton of notes on this one jesus okay i'm gonna try to not mess up the males and the nose we pick up right where we left off and I will probably say that each time, so forgive me, but these episodes are just, they're run concurrently or, or consecutively or, or did in they, order. Did whatever. they air weekly, like one and then um, a week later two and then a week later three, or were they actually aired? I think it was back? weekly. I believe it was. That sucks. If anything, I think maybe the last two were aired at the same time. Okay. I would have to go back and I'm not sure. I don't sure. remember. Yeah, I don't either. Um, we pick up right where we left off. Ahsoka's in the lower levels of Mandalore, surrounded by Maldalorians. It says male. Male DeLoreans. Male is there. Uh, Maul is there. He says her name and is not... He says her name is not one that's familiar to him. Maul was disappointed Kenobi didn't show up himself. Maul seems to know the Jedi are set up for a fall. He knows Darth Sidious is behind everything and that the Jedi Order is in peril. Um, Maul ends up getting away. Bo-Katan and Ahsoka give Kenobi an update via hologram transmission. Kenobi tells them that Sidious has been the driving power behind the entire Clone Wars, which backs up basically what Maul said mm-hmm. to her. He also tells them that Dooku was killed by Anakin. Kenobi wants them to capture Maul and tells them he's going to confront Grievous on Utapau. So we're seeing the events of Revenge of the Sith kind of play out here. He then tells Ahsoka that Anakin is on special assignment to spy on the Supreme Chancellor. She knows how unhappy Anakin must be about this assignment. Kenobi admits the council isn't always right, is what it should say, and that Anakin could use her right now. The transmission is cut short as Maul has conducted another attack. Maul took Arc Trooper, <clears throat> Maul took Arc Trooper Jesse hostage. My phone refused to type Maul. I got mail, 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 mail. <laughs> <laughs> mail uses the force to learn about Ahsoka. Um, he kind of pulls the information out of Jesse's head. Apparently, Maul had a force vision that included Anakin, and he was trying to get Kenobi and Anakin to come to him. Uh, not exactly sure what his plan was, if that had worked. I don't know. They, they didn't really make that clear. Uh, Maul says, soon the galaxy will be remade and chaos will reign. The dark side has never been stronger. Uh, then Maul makes his appearance before Bo and Ahsoka on the throne, which I thought was kind of cool to see. Uh, he returns Jesse as a show of good faith. Maul coordinated an attack to distract Bo-Katan and keep the clone army and her forces busy while he talks to Ahsoka. I really felt that they might come to an understanding more than once in in these few episodes. Yeah. Um, And then um, she does something really funny there at the end to him. Uh, Maul says Sidious is about to reveal himself and wants to stop him. He says he and Ahsoka can defeat him. I wonder if that's true. I don't think that's true. You don't think so? We'll have to discuss. Ahsoka says she can help him, but wants to know why he's so wrapped up in Anakin. And Maul says Anakin is the key to everything, that he's long been groomed to be Sidious's prize pupil, and Ahsoka refuses to believe it, and then the greatest lightsaber battle in history takes place. 
Um, Ahsoka loses both of her lightsabers in, in this battle, and Maul has a ship waiting. Uh, but before he can get to it, Ahsoka kind of knocks him down. He's going to like take a spill, and she saves him from certain death. And he says they're all going to die, and they capture him. Lauren, thoughts? Wolf. Um, one of my favorites, just because of the lightsaber battles. Again, under like remembering Ahsoka from season two, and then watching the like four episodes we watched in season five, and yeah. then watching this, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like she is <laughs> not to be messed with. She really is not. Um, which is kind of funny because like when she is fighting Maul in, I guess that's the throne room. There, I don't know what room they were in. Where the windows like exploded um, out. Yeah, and, yeah, room. Um, I mean, she wasn't even like breaking a sweat. She's just like kind of going at it just whatever fighting yeah. fighting mall which is cool and then i remember watching phantom menace and obi-wan is just like fucking struggling the whole time like he is sweating balls but he's also pissed off because of qui-gon Jin. but um <laughs> so mall's no joke no joke and ahsoka is no fucking joke i think his plan with anakin is kind of like an Asajj Ventress type situation where Sidious just like threw him aside because mm -hmm. he was cut in half. Um, so I think his plan would be find Obi-Wan. He knows Anakin's attached to Obi-Wan. Take down Obi-Wan. Take Anakin under his own wing like he was going to take Ahsoka. Okay. And then they were going to take down Sidious themselves because he knew that Anakin was going to take over anyway. So you think he's just attaching himself to Anakin because he sees that Anakin is kind of the destined one, yeah. the chosen one. He whatever. knows like he's been groomed to be at his side, so he has to be powerful enough to be a contestant, I guess mm. I would call it. So I think he's trying to kind of ride that power high, but then in the end, like he would try to take over. Like ah Ahsoka said, or before, right before he kind of was captured, he pulled a Darth Vader and was like, we would have been great together like <laughs> and kind of yelled at her a little bit and she yeah. was like yeah until you took over like that would that would be his plan the whole time right right okay. i liked it i thought the battles were great very well done i think uh andrew thoughts uh, i remember seeing behind the scenes footage oh. uh these lightsaber battles were the first in the clone wars to be like motion capped right so these oh, were shit. actual people it was Ray Park. Yeah, it was Ray Park. Oh, cool. And, yeah. I don't remember who played, uh, who did Ahsoka's. Yeah, but I don't either. But yeah, I do remember that. You could cool see stuff. like the actual actors doing the flips and mm -hmm. stuff. It was cool. God. Maul is just so cool. Yeah. I had a fun fact about him, but <clears throat> I don't know because I can't really verify it. So. Okay. What is it? Um, Ray Park the actor uh -huh. the only reason that darth maul has a cartilage piercing in his ear is because ray park forgot to take it out during makeup so if you look at maul like i have my piercings up here those are yeah. cartilage piercings he has one right here right in phantom menace because he just fucking forgot to take it out during makeup so now every time you see maul in clone wars he has one yeah, I heard I don't something think I've ever about noticed that. that. Yeah, he, I. The cool thing is, uh, in Fortnite, his, the Darth okay. Maul skin even has it. Yeah, like I every cool every I don't single version know. of Darth Maul you will see will have that piercing. And I heard on I heard somewhere that it was just because of a makeup incident. But like, if you think about it, would they really allow that with continuity? Well, but also, were they looking at that in the nineties? Like, I think from what they understood, or from what I understood, was when they were doing the makeup, he offered to take it out, and they were like no i think let's leave yeah. it i've heard both sides yeah. so i don't i don't know but every time you do see darth maul he will have that piercing in which is pretty cool yeah pretty cool i'm i'm like nine times darth maul so andrew you said um <laughs> i have nine piercings okay <laughs> you said um you don't think maul and ahsoka could take darth sidious no why do you think that i think on an even playing field maul would have defeated ahsoka really what does an even playing field look like, like in the throne room had he not been thrown out the window okay i think he eventually would have defeated her just because he would have over like up on the rafters mm -hmm. like he was constant even in the throne room he 
like knocked her lightsabers out of her hand. So like he had the upper hand most times. Yeah. So I don't think. I don't know. I don't know how to she explain this. She did seem like more spry up in the rafters. Like she had her footing. He has way more experience. He is. I'd say more powerful in the force at that point. Okay. She's. I think she's just too young at too that young, point. Still a padawan, basically. Yeah. So Maul is more powerful than Soka. If the two were to team up, though, could they beat Darth Sidious? No, because we've seen Maul go against Sidious before, and it did not go well for and him. He had a, uh, a savage. Savage, yeah. That, what? You're right. Season four. <laughs> Darth Maul has a brother. Oh, okay. Who's also a Force user. Um, and they the were yellow one. The yeah. yellow one, yes. With um, Mr. Krabs' voice, I believe. No. Really? It's the same guy, but I don't think it's... he does, He's not doing the Mr. Krabs' no, voice. he does. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. He does voice acting for a lot of yeah. animation stuff. He does um, the detective in Detroit become human. I think it's the same guy that was just in John Wick 4 which I watched last night and I don't understand how there's a John Wick 5 but I don't want to talk about it too much because I don't want to spoil anything for anybody that hasn't seen 4 I refuse to watch it Oh, I haven't seen the first 3 oh yep my haven't watched any of them because I know they shoot his dog and I'm not no, fucking dealing with that no they don't so there you're already wrong they don't shoot his dog nope do they kill his dog yeah they kick it to death oh <laughs> I'm definitely not fucking watching it now and it's not a dog it's a puppy Okay, so um, <laughs> I think the only chance Maul had at defeating Sadius was getting Anakin on his side. Okay, I mean, who who other than Anakin? You know what I mean. Hmm. So those are the top tier um, gladiators, basically, is Maul and Anakin. Anakin clearly didn't stand a chance on his own until the he had the Death Star reactor shaft next to him <laughs> wow i don't know okay let's go on um god these episodes are so good episode 11 shattered we see the outcome of the battle of mandalore rex hails the jedi council for ahsoka she asks about anakin but he isn't there um he it's, was but he, yeah he, he was but he had he had left uh he had been sent to do some shit uh, it's Mace, Yoda, Kiati Mundi, and Ayla Secura. I thought that was a pretty cool team. Um, she tells them she has Maul in custody. She tells Yoda she's still not a Jedi. I thought that was important to note. She asks about Anakin, and they tell her he's been sent to talk to the Chancellor and that Kenobi has engaged Grievous. So we're linked lockstep with Revenge of the Sith here. Um, she didn't warn them about Anakin and what she'd heard from Darth Maul. I don't think she believed it. Um, was that a mistake? I think you can look at it both ways. Like, I I think, yes, it was a mistake because I'm, yeah, they probably should have known, but like, what good was that going to fucking do? Because at that point it was over because the next thing was that Windu was going to go up after <laughs> Anakin and out the Windu he goes. Windu's so. out the window. I don't think it really would have done anything. I think maybe, and I, I know we've had this discussion before, like if they had known that Order 66 was going to happen before it happened, would it have helped? I think that's the same argument. I just don't think it would have. Okay. So, Andrew, do you think that decision not to tell the council about what she may or may not suspect about Anakin, do you think that eats at her uh, the rest of her life maybe? Or do you think she's able to let that go? I don't think that's... I don't think it was like in her control. Cause... So it's not even a factor, you don't think? Yeah. Okay. It was too late at that point. Okay. I mean, what, what could they have done? They would have chased him down to the very point where all hell broke loose anyway. So yeah, you're probably right. Okay, 
Uh, Ahsoka and Bo say goodbye, and at some point between the Mandalorian and now, they have to see each other again because Bo-Katan knows where Ahsoka is in season two of The Mandalorian. She tells Din Djarin exactly where to go to find her. Do we maybe get that in Ahsoka? Do they meet in Rebels? That's a you question. I don't know. I don't think they do meet in Rebels, yeah. but I'm sure they maybe. Did, I don't know. Like, yeah. off camera. They text. Yeah. They, <laughs> they share emails. Yeah. Um, I, I made a note here that the music is absolutely haunting in this episode. It's just so dark and, and creepy. Um, Maul is put in a cell that the Mandalorians designed to hold Jedi. I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, Maul and Ahsoka both feel the moment Anakin turns and kills Mace Windu. You see it register on both of them. Um, and then there it is. Execute Order 66. Rex says yes but then he struggles he like hesitates he i think he was fighting the complete takeover of the chip yeah. in their brain and he was like fuck if i'm gonna help it all at least just get this sentence out and just told her to look up fives yeah and um, so he hesitates a bit the other clones don't hesitate at all uh, rex hits his head and i thought well maybe that's gonna have something to do with it turns out i don't know that it did so much i think that's what made it so hard to find later yeah in the x-ray Maybe. Okay. Uh, he tells Ahsoka to find fives and Ahsoka escapes through the ceiling. She does her, her, she does stuff like that a lot, either the ceiling or the floor. She's going to, she's going to find a way out. Whole interaction is very like aliens. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Um, Maul is very much like a caged animal. He's so ready for a fight. And then Ahsoka frees him, and she tells Maul about the clones turning against her, and Maul immediately knows what happened. He just gets it. It just clicks. Um, he thinks... Uh, he's thinking that, that they're about to do a uh, old comic book Marvel team-up. Like, okay, it's just us two against them. And she's like, no, dude, I need a distraction. Tag, you're it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then he says, I need a weapon. And she's like, like, oh, I'm not betting on you. You are the weapon. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, let's see. Ahsoka learns about the inhibitor chips while uh, Maul's out there raising hell. Ahsoka and a bunch of droids she comes across. They ambush Rex and take him to a medical bay. Um, then she uses the phrase, I did not pick up on this when I saw it the first time she says i am one with the force and the force is with me mm -hmm. like cheer it Mway from rogue one thought that was cool uh and then rex turns out he's okay at the very last possible moment mm -hmm. and he tells her the scope of order 66 is pretty much everywhere and that's the end of this episode lauren god <laughs> um there were a couple things that gave me chills in this episode. I didn't mm -hmm. cry until the last one, so we'll we'll get there. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you good. the exact moment. Um, the shot where she is looking out of the bay window in hyperspace, and mm. they are playing the actual sounds from Revenge of the Sith. It's not the voice actors from the Clone Wars. They take the the sound clips. It's actually Hayden Christensen. And yeah, sounds like it. Um, that gave me chills just to hear that it also reminded me that the voice actor for anakin and the clone wars and hayden don't sound fucking anything alike whatsoever um <laughs> i thought that was to. they don't have to i just thought it was funny that i was like anakin's got such a deep voice and then you hear hayden and you're like oh okay <laughs> like what happened um that was fantastic maul wreaking havoc <laughs> with their so you guys always talk about season seven being a little bit darker and just not like gory i guess but there was yeah. a scene where he takes a panel off the wall and <laughs> shoves it down the hallway and you see two clones heads pop off their fucking body i you see one get like impaled into the wall yes one's <laughs> impaled in the wall two like clones heads pop off maybe that's just their helmets he take nope <laughs> nope they were full um, he takes two more armor plates off the ship and just fucking squishes two more of them in the hallway. And I, <laughs> I couldn't help but laugh because like that, I thought it was funny. But also, I, uh, I haven't seen Maul be that violent before mm. because the only thing that we get in Phantom Menace from Maul is the 
is when he tries to fucking run over a random kid in the desert. Fuck kids. Um, you know, at that point, he didn't know who Anakin was and still decided he was going to run his ass over in the middle of nowhere. He saw how dumb he looked. But also, the fight between Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan was like, yeah, it was violent, but like, I still haven't seen that side of Maul before. That, so. Yeah, that fight in Phantom Menace was more like two samurai going at it. These yeah. these clone troopers didn't stand a chance. It was it was violent. It was yeah. very violent. Um, it was like Darth Vader in the hallway at Rogue One. Yeah, violent. It was it was bad. I mean, it was good, but it was Jesus. Um, I did like her whole team up with the droids. I thought that was cute. They were effective. Um, yeah. I, I can't remember. I think his name is Cheap. I think the droid's name is Cheap. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, But he has little arms that come out of his head like Chopper, and he likes to salute oh, yeah. her every time that she gives him a command. So <laughs> I thought that was cute. Okay. But yeah, oh, it was good. It was okay. great. Andrew, what did you think of this one? Uh, I loved Maul's hallway scene. Mm. Uh. Just any scene with Maul, I really like in the Clone Wars. Uh, I like how at the end of the hallway, he forces the door closed on a clone's arm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did do that. And then he takes the the comm link on it. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was gruesome. Uh, We got to see, like, technically the original, like, the first time she does the, like, spin move from the training scene in tales of the jedi yeah, yeah. You, can, you can definitely tell where that came from that's right i i almost wanted to stop after this episode and then watch tales of the jedi before i watched the final episode because i think it would tie in beautifully because mm. this is really what she trained for and then it kind of ends where this one kind of picks up anyway okay uh episode 12 the finale victory and death the clones are coming into the medical bay, and Ahsoka and Rex make their escape in epic fashion. Um, they need a shuttle. My phone says mail. Maul is still being Maul. Uh, he critically damaged the hyperdrive engines while the ship is in hyperspace. That looked really cool when it was jerked out of hyperspace yeah. and kind of falling apart. Well, that too, and just, I don't think, again, I don't think I really realized how strong Maul was until he tore down their fucking hyperspace thrusters <laughs> like it was nothing. <laughs> Uh, um, here on the com links and, and just in conversation everyone's converging on the hangar everybody's going to meet in the hangar basically um, the ship is going to crash into a moon I don't know what planet that is or what moon uh, they Do never they ever, name it they never name it okay um, every clone ever is now in the hangar blocking their path <laughs> every clone I, ever like, to I don't know made. where they got them all I thought Maul killed 70 or 80 of them but nope yeah. they got more somehow um Ahsoka doesn't want to hurt them, and her and Rex have a moment where Rex cries. This is the scene. Yeah, that's this what is got the you. scene that got me because it's not. It wasn't that Rex was so upset. It was still the fact that these clones were doing everything in their power to kill her, no matter what, and mm-hmm. she was still like, "Well, I'm not gonna fight them." Yeah, like I'm not. I'm she not want to hurt doing them. it. So. For her to be telling Rex that and for him to get, start getting upset, one little tear flew out. And I was like, no! And I like wiped it away really quick. Um, but yeah, I, the big part is later that I cried out. But this was like, it still shows she is a Jedi. Like, she is. She's maybe better than a Jedi. Yeah. Um, oh, did you get- I, I like this episode a lot because, uh, like... The whole Clone Wars, Ahsoka, it's basically about Ahsoka and Rex, I think. But uh, you basically see them fight alongside the 501st mm-hmm. the whole time. I think Ahsoka and Anakin probably get along with their clones out of any other Jedi general. And then to see like the whole platoon in the hangar with Ahsoka's face paint on them. Yeah. And they're all trying to kill her. Yeah. I think that was... And they even make, uh, I forget which, I, it may be episode nine, where they talk about loyalty and how loyalty is so important to the clones. Yeah. And then you get to this episode like, ugh, man. I mean, it's not their fault. It's not. And and she realizes that. And that's why she's going to great lengths not to kill them. Um, she says she has an idea. 
and this leads pretty much right to the tales of the Jedi moment. Um, they go out to the clones and Rex explains that Ahsoka is no Jedi and he rolls his D 20 and it doesn't work. Um, <laughs> wow. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesse threatens to not only have Rex demoted, but executed. Yeah. So. I liked how he was like, first you're going to be demoted. And then we're going to kill you. Like, what the fuck? No. Why would you demote him first? And Rex like, is like, but I just got promoted. promoted. I like how he was like, no, I didn't like being a commander that much anyway. It's <laughs> yeah, fine. Like, it was pretty dope. Um, and then the droids come to the rescue and they drop the floors, um, taking most of the clones out of commission. And there's utter chaos. Maul shows up and he steals the, I guess, the only remaining functioning shuttle like a dirty fucker. Where did they all go? I, yeah, maybe they forgot to bring some. Uh, it's suddenly Ahsoka and Rex versus all the clones. She does the cool floor cutty thing, and there's more clones, and the droids get shot to hell. This made me so <laughs> angry. I was so... You know what? This is my only complaint about this episode, is they surround these droids who are just taking orders and aren't harming anybody except that one time that they maybe shocked Rex. But like these clones look at them, get on their intercom and their helmet and someone goes, yeah, take them out and then shoot them five billion times. You don't need to shoot them <laughs> that many droids. times. And they scream. Yeah. If you guys watch anything with the subtitles like I do, it said droids screaming. <laughs> How God. terrible is that? Oh, so Ahsoka and Rex find a Y-Wing, and they barely make it out. Actually, Ahsoka doesn't quite make it out. She gets kind of launched into space, or they're in the atmosphere, so she's flying around, and she does the running on the ship thing as it explodes, which, you know, she does kind of a lot. It's cool to see, and she makes it to the Y-Wing, and they make it to safety. Uh, they then go to the crash site, and they bury all the dead. This is it. This that, is the scene that got that me. had to take a while. I was thinking that too. We only see two rows of like 12 or 14. Yeah. So 20 something, I guess. Right, right. But every single one of them, you can, and you can tell they're not just sticks with their helmets on them. Like when it does the overhead view, there are lumps. There are bodies in the ground. Yeah, they buried them. So not only did they have to bury them, they had to find all those sticks. And then they had to put all their helmets on top of them mm -hmm. like that. Rex is probably digging around and waiting for her like, fuck, she's going to be here for another two hours if she keeps burying all these clones. <laughs> He's like covering up some bodies he found. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, like moving metal grates like, oh, no. no. None, Did you find any more? No. I guess that's all of them. <laughs> she's like, no, I thought there were hundreds. And he's like, mm -mm, no, there were like seven. <laughs> yeah, We fought seven. like 25 at least. No, no. You got them all. <laughs> um... We see Ahsoka in her gray cloak. That's leading somewhere. The helmets on the on the sticks or what are they or whatever whatever they are. Oh, man, I hate seeing that. And um, they made it very clear that Jesse was one of them. Ahsoka drops her lightsaber. That felt like the end. And then there's more. But this this next scene feels like an after credit scene. So. Um, we're back on the same planet. We see an Imperial shuttle landing. There's snow troopers. Those are some of my favorites. Um, the wreckage is covered in snow, so we know time has passed. And there's Darth Vader. Vader goes to the gravesite, and he finds her lightsaber and ignites it. Um, and he keeps it. And he walks away. Did you guys notice the animation had changed slightly in this last little scene? No. It changed just just ever so slightly. The way they do Darth Vader is different. It's closer to what he's going to look like in Rebels, I think. Okay. I think they've changed him just a little bit. Um, I don't know if that's important. Maybe I'm high. Two oh. things can be true. Okay. Um, Lauren, what were your thoughts on this episode? Um, Aside from you didn't like that the droids died. Fuck those droids dying really just that was <laughs> I don't I don't deal with a lot of shit. Like, animal abuse is up there. If you're an animal abuser, just fuck you. And, like, oh I don't know. Goodness. I might count droids as up there with the animal abusing. Because, like, that was unnecessary. Um, the cinematics in this are stunning. Yeah. 
And the side-by-side comparisons that they do are just fucking phenomenal. Um, The scene where she is standing, staring at all these helmets, and then not even a minute later, you get the same fucking scene, but covered in snow with Vader, is just it's very well done yeah it's beautiful they do the same thing they do an overhead shot of the crash ship Mm -hmm. when ahsoka and rex are doing it and then you see the same ship overhead it's the same camera angle view everything with snow covered when vader's going over it it's fucking amazing it's did you notice in the in the scene with vader and the snowtroopers did you hear in the background it's really faint you hear one snowtrooper say well there's a bunch of bodies over here hidden I thought you were being serious for a second. God damn it. Um, this uh, this is the part that made me sob. Yeah. Because. This was tough. Um, <clears throat> her dropping her lightsaber, it wasn't like there was a difference between that and her giving up her beads to Anakin when she left the Jedi Order. This wasn't her like being upset with the Jedi or whatever. This was her like being upset with herself. Like. I think she wished she could have done more with Anakin or she could have helped more or she like knew that this was just it was all going to go downhill from here. Um, And then for him to find it in the Vader suit and ignite it Mm. like he knew whose that was. He kept them for her. He knew exactly what he had found. Um, And for him to just walk away. I think they were still ignited when he walked away. Like he was just kind of holding them. You saw the flashback in it like in the stormtrooper helmet or the, i'm sorry the clone trooper helmet when he walked out but the last five minutes of this were just so well done just st- i'm stunning especially coming from someone that's only seen the first two seasons and then this stunning <laughs> yeah um they definitely bring it around yeah i sobbed like a baby and then i was like god damn it i cried at clone wars like <laughs> just, just upset with myself um, glenn glenn did you hear that I didn't cry at Rebels. I cried at Not Clone yet, Wars. you didn't. Um, yeah, it was... I'm very glad that I watched these because it helps a lot to understand where she's coming from or where she goes. Cotton Eye Joe. Um, she's, <laughs> she's pretty disillusioned with the Jedi Order. Yeah. She said multiple times, I'm no Jedi. Um, that almost became a catchphrase for her, yeah. it seemed like. so. I do. I have a lot of questions still, but I think... If I had watched this when it had come out, I think I would have been fine. But because I know what happens in Mandalorian, Boba Fett, Ahsoka's coming out, Rebels, all that, I have a lot of questions. Um, maybe hold on to those until you see Rebels. Okay. Andrew, what did you think of this one? I loved this episode. Uh, I think the moment uh, where she's like in the cloak looking at the clone trooper helmets. Mm-hmm. I think that's where she fully realized. Or I think I think when she drops her lightsabers, that's her like feeling guilty for having left Anakin. Okay. Basically, being I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's kind of what I was asking you earlier. Like that guilt that's with her. That's gotta suck, and I don't know that it'll get revisited in. Ahsoka, you don't see it in Mandalorian at all. They don't touch on it, and it's not really the place to touch on it. it. That that part wasn't her story. I don't know how much they'll touch on it in the Ahsoka series, if any. It doesn't seem to be a lot of room for that. Maybe an offhanded conversation, but I don't know. That, that guilt, the guilt of leaving Anakin, the guilt of not being able to do as much as she maybe thinks she could have. Um, there's a lot there to unpack. Any other thoughts? Nah. <laughs> no. No. These are <clears throat> my favorite episodes of the Clone Wars. Yeah. Same. For sure. So, Lauren, um, we're gonna do we're gonna jump to Rebels, but I think hopefully by now you will maybe want to go back and watch skip season three. Go to right to season four because then you'll see Maul come back and you'll understand mm-hmm. his story. There's you a lot of fun stuff there. You could just watch the Maul episodes. Honestly, yeah, there's a lot. There's probably fluff in there that you don't need. There was a lot because, I mean, I knew he came back. It's it's been spoiled for years for me. But um, there was a... God, I don't remember who was talking. I think... No, it was Bo-Katan and it was Obi-Wan because Obi-Wan at first didn't want to give them a platoon to go get Maul. 
and she was like, he killed my sister. I thought that would have meant something to you. Mm. And I didn't know that part. Oh. Oh. I knew she was dead. Uh, I didn't know Maul killed her. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a brutal scene. And you know his sister, Obi-Wan, and his sister were like... his secret girly friend. Yeah, girly friend. Um, With her weird conch shell earrings or whatever the fuck she wears. But... um, (laughs) Yeah, I think I might just go back and watch the Maul episodes just so I can know a little bit about that. Because I know he comes back up in Rebels, right? Who? Maul? Yes. So. Yes, he definitely does. I can't, like, scroll past Rebels on Disney Plus without seeing the, like, it's like Ezra, Maul, Vader, and Thrawn. And I'm like, I think there's more people in the cast you could show. But anyway, um, yeah, I think I'll just go back and watch the Maul ones. Okay. But. Um. I haven't started watching Rebels ahead. Like, I'll watch ahead and then tell you which ones you can skip. Well, I can't skip the first two because I watched the first two. Okay, so you've already seen those. Good. I've stopped them. Um, but yeah, we'll go through that maybe next week. I don't know. I have to go. Um, I'm either going to Chicago or Denver. I don't know which yet. Want one and not the other. I, it's not my choice. Um, so... For a few days next week, I won't be here. Maybe we can record before I leave. If so, I'll let you know what what episodes to watch, and we'll recap then. Okay, that's enough for tonight. This has been episode 92 of The Force, of course, your bite-sized Star Wars podcast. Feel free to reach out to the show and interact with us on social media at The Force, of course, on Instagram and Facebook. You can also email the show directly at theforceofcourse77 at gmail.com. Until that time, I'm Ted. I'm Andrew. I'm Lauren. And as always, play with your toys.